How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. And now, the interim WBO Super Welterweight Champion of the World. Australia, you know, but the world you know now. He's been cool, calm and racy. Shane Van Gisbergen wins race two on the streets of Newcastle. Caelan Bobber hits the deck. Oh, what a crazy weekend of sports. Sats in the Rat here on a Monday edition of Sports Day. No Woogie. He's away crook at the moment after we're probably from a crazy weekend of sports. We had mm. Australian boxing, supercars, of course, opened up in Newcastle. A round two of the NRL is controversy and injury and suspension. The fourth test, fifth day, it's like pulling teeth. <laughs> we've got a... Moment, we've Pitch that's actually adaptable for batters. <laughs> it's not what we want. Uh, yeah, welcome to the yeah. show. How are you, Rat? Yeah, I'm going good, mate. Yeah, great weekend of sport. Um, it had everything, didn't it? It had, um, yeah, it had great performances. It had average performances. Yep. It had some um, some controversy, like you said. And yeah, look, there's a lot that's coming out of it, and a lot to get through. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to get through a, a lot of those topics here tonight. Probably won't get through all of them because there was so much. We'll try and touch on as many as we can. Make sure you get involved in the show. Anything you want to talk about and anything that Rat and I talk about, anything we haven't spoken about, you want to raise 0457 736 736 Texas on the SMS line. And just welcome to all the listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170 in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM, SEN 1620 on the Goldie, SEN Track, SEN Fanatics, wherever you're listening on the SEN app, welcome to the show. And probably the best news over the weekend outside of all the sport had nothing to do with anything on any sporting field around the country, around the globe, as you became a granddad for the second time. I did, yes, yes. My son, Jack, and his partner, Maddie, they had a little girl uh, on, uh, I was on, actually on Friday night. Um, so, yeah, it's been, um, yeah, went and spent some time with our little granddaughter Elsie yesterday, and oh, it was just amazing, mate. It's just something about grandkids. Uh, you Will know, you be a poppy or I'm pop pop. You're pop pop. Yeah, well, I'm pop pop to my to my uh, my grandson because he can't say it once; he has to say it twice. So just the way he says it. So um, yeah, look, it's great. Um, we had him over yesterday as well. Um, it Is was Chloe just, a clucky. Yeah, man, it's amazing. Eh? I'm, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's. It's just a different type of feeling, you know, like to have a grandchild and just to be like surrounded by this, your kids and their kids. It's, 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 I can't explain it. Like I'm, I'm babbling now. Like it's hard to explain what it feels like. And, um, yeah. I, I someone that you produced has produced, produced another yeah. child. And I feel like, <laughs> and, and the love I feel for the, that family, you know, like, you know, I have a joke to my kids now. I said, like, kids, you better perform. Otherwise you're out of the will. Cause these grandkids have really got my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. good stuff. Well, soon you're going to have to get a Kia Sorento, a seven-seat Kia Sorento. Thanks for your support throughout the show, Kia. And on the show tonight, great Australian debate, expansion on the cards already. Oh. We've only added 17 teams, and now we're talking mm. in the next eight or ten years. Could we get to 20 now? We've 
Did you play in a 22? Was it 20? Yeah, it was 20 teams. Or was it 22? I don't know. It was 20. 1995, there was 20 teams. I just remember just... I just don't think there's enough quality players across the board to play. Like, you look at a state of origin game mm-hmm. and the and the level that that game's played at compared to an NRL game, it's so different. Yep. You take you, – you water that NRL product down again with three more teams, my goodness, I just don't think we're doing the game any, any sort of justice. Well, if you I want really it, you've got to build some really robust junior representatives, which we've got in Queensland and New South Wales. But if you're going to go to places like Perth or the Pacifica or all these other places, you've got to build those junior comps first yeah. before you go and over. And then you can feed off those. Yeah, you know? yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah other, like, where are you going to go? You're going to go and just rape and pillage all the 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 junior leagues of other clubs like South, like the Roosters do. You know, like basically. <laughs> just steal <laughs> like just, just go and steal players. Yeah, we're going to touch on that a little yeah. bit later. We're going to also say a weekly workhorse. The the player from the weekend that's not the superstar, but did everything they can to to get their side the win. The Kia top seven from all the great moments throughout the weekend. We probably need more than seven. We're going to do our weekly cross to Joel and Fletch, the lunatics from 1170 in Sydney um, and the Oscars today. Did you catch any of it? So I'm, I'm, uh, a, I'm a huge Oscars buff. I I I... I I just none of the movies that have won Oscars lately, like in the last few years, have just done it for me. Yeah, it's always all. these arty. I, I think the, the last one that I that I enjoyed that won was I think it was called The Green Book. Did that the, the Green Book? It's it's a great movie about um, this African American musician that has this driver. Oh, Vigo Mortensen yeah, played yeah, the driver. He's, he's yeah. Quite, yeah, I thought that was a really cool. Mm. I mean, it wasn't my first choice of movie, but when I watched it, I thought, "Oh, that's good." Maybe I need to just open my mind a little bit more, Sats. But it's hard just... to do when you're in your forties. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Everything, everywhere, and you're a grandfather. Yeah, <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once is uh, pretty much one. Everything to be quite honest. But I got to say, and you said it off air. How? How did Top Gun Maverick not win anything? That is the come gr- on, that's yeah. ridiculous. That is such a good movie. I did, mean, did, did, is it because is it? it's what not arty it? enough? People yeah. think it's too corny. I mean, were those actors not good though in that movie? Did they not play great roles? The was Admiral's it not exciting? Was, great. was it not exciting? Is it? It was like, amazing. Is that, is that not what a movie's meant to do? It's not meant to entertain you. It t- well, everyone you spoke to has well, seen it at least twice. I have. Did Titanic won an Oscar, didn't it? Yes. But that's a huge blockbuster, you know, uh, you know, huge big budget film. All these arty things that I've never heard of <laughs> that are never going to, you know, smash the box office. Like, come on. Like, who are they trying to appeal to? I'm screaming at a cloud here, aren't yeah, I? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm You're getting, taking over Woogie's I'm, job. I'm getting passionate about something that doesn't really matter. Anyway, everything, everywhere, all at once. I just don't think I would ever watch that movie. Um, I'm a bad judge, though, because I don't watch. I just read a title and go, I'm not watching that. Yep. Oh, I, I that? tried to watch it. Oh, did you? Rank. Oh, no. Yeah, it wasn't and, great. And there was all this talk about The Whale. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, he won Best Actor. Just the picture of Brendan Fraser on the, the front of that movie, I just like, I don't want to watch that movie. Yeah. It just doesn't look like a yeah, sort listen, of movie. You want to it cry. looks depressed yeah, like the and star he looks is upset. Born. You know The Star is Born? I've watched yeah. it once. Can't watch it again. Cry too much. Oh, mate. I'm so a, the I'm, whale's like that. I'm very emotional when I come when it comes to movies. I cry in ads. <laughs> like, honestly, like I'll go to the movies with my daughter and watch a movie. There was this movie. There was this movie called. Um, what? <laughs> there was this movie where the cat, the cartoon characters were emotions. Yeah. 
I don't know if you ever saw it. It was like a, it was an animated movie, yeah. and these cartoon characters were emotions, and they lived in like the head of some of someone. And <laughs> mate, no, no lie, I'm sitting in this movie, and I started crying in this movie. And my daughter's sitting next to me; she was about twelve at the time. She goes, Are "You all right, Dad?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I just, I just yawned, uh... and tears came out." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Mate. Anyway, yeah, yeah. From but, the weekend, we're going to cover a lot of the uh, the NRL. Of course, there's so much happened over the round two. If you're in any of the tipping comps, it was again. If you got more than five, you're doing really well, or you just don't know anything about rugby league. You've just picked two. Hang you're... on a second. What? No, this wasn't a weekend for that. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Well, we'll go through your tips. Okay. Did you pick the Titans to beat the Dragons? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Did you pick the Knights to beat the Tigers? Yes. Did you really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe you're part of the minority. What? Mate, did you see the Tigers last week? Yeah, I know, but... like, Well, I, I certainly didn't pick the Bulldogs to beat the Storm. I don't think many people I did. tipped. I tipped the Sharks to beat Para. You picked the Dolphins to beat the Raiders. I tipped the, I tipped the Dolphins to beat the Raiders. Um, yeah, I had a pretty good week. I think I, I think I got five, actually. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, one of the biggest events over the weekend, of course, was yesterday. And not only was it a great moment, Tim Zhu who got through his biggest test and beating Tony Harrison to become the WBO interim super welterweight title. So when we meet interim, that means that he holds the belt until he finds, fights Jamel Charlo, where he can become the uh, the actual WBO champion. Jamel Charlo, the, the one of the twins from America, he holds all the belts. He's the undisputed world champion. So ninth round victory, amazing against Tony Harrison, who is a quality fight. I've got to say, I had my concerns about Tim and the quality or lack of the quality that he'd fought coming up against a guy like Tony Harrison, who's not only beaten Jamel Charlo, has won the world title and has fought, you know, ranked three, four, five in the world, but also spars world champions as well. But the one thing I didn't, I keep forgetting about his pedigree. Yeah. He fights so much like his dad. Oh, mate. He's a, he's just a, he's like a Terminator in the ring, isn't he? He just stalks his opponent, cuts off the ring and he's got power. You know, and you could see, uh, you know, throughout the fight, as the fight went on, he was just picking his times and just throwing those big shots. And he was landing a lot of them. And well, it was a, it was a classy counterpuncher slash really beautiful slick jab up against a power puncher. Yeah. And his dad was like that. His dad didn't throw punches for the sake of throwing punches. He threw them with purpose. And that's yep. exactly what Tim does. Oh, mate. I, I'm, I'm excited to see where, you know, Tim goes. I mean, this is a guy that beat Jamel Charlo. He's just absolutely took him to school destroyed um, him absolutely destroyed him knocked him out and yeah look and 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 credit to tony harrison he was all class after the fight just saying the better man won but um you know tim was probably not as classy as a lot of people would have liked but who cares he's he's just won the interim wba was it wbo wbo yeah wbo world title um gets to fight jamal charlo for all the chocolates and can we get a junket do you reckon we can oh, get a junket let's to, cover boxing. to Vegas? Let's cover boxing. Hey, uh, can I say, um, now, a lot of the U.S. experts and fans have come out and said, if he's got to fight Jamel Charlo, he is in for a, a long, miserable afternoon. Now, when Costa Zui's dad went over to fight a guy by the name of Zab Judah, who Zab Judah was this classy, flashy boxer, and no one gave Costa Zui a chance in hell yeah. because Zab was so good. Anyway, Zab Judah hits him in the first round, Costa. Nelly should have, would have knocked out 95% of other boxes. And in the second round, Costa just stalked him and just stalked him and stalked him. And about five seconds to go in the second round, 
knocked Dang. him clean out. Yeah, that's the one where he grabbed Jay Nady, the referee, by the throat with his with his boxing glove. Got suspended oh, after he that. Did too. Yeah, Judah, he popped yeah. up and yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably his best win of his career, Costa. Even though he had so many great world title fights, but. I watched him, and he's so much like his dad. Mm, so much like his dad, yeah. Hey, let's look at the NRL. Now, there were send-offs. There was uh, concussions, uh, especially Caelan Ponga. Uh, Corey Oates, broken jaw. Mm. Uh, Dolphins win again. Manly are on top of the table after two rounds. And on that game, the Newcastle Tigers game yesterday, they lost Ponga early, finished the game with 12 men. Uh, Braley out, concussed. Uh, Frizzell out, injured. Throughout the game, Jacob Saifid, he sent off. I was listening to Matty Johns this morning and then Andrew Johns in the call yesterday saying that he thinks it's the gutsiest win he's ever seen in Newcastle jersey. Yeah, look, it was impressive. There's no question about it. I mean, to lose two of your key players so early in the game's hard enough, but then to be down, you know, we had um, Dom, Dominic, Dominic Young. Young got sent off for 10 minutes and yep. you get a send off with 25 to go, um, you know playing at Leichhardt, down on troops. Um, look, uh, I'm not going to say it was the most exciting game of footy to watch, but that made it exciting. Mm. Um, the fact that they were, you know, backs against the wall and they stood up and they, they delivered. I'm, I'm you know, I, I, where do the Tigers go from here? I mean, they, you know, they scored two tries. One was off a dropped ball and the other one was, you know, could have easily been called a double movement. Yeah. You know, the, their attack is just not firing. Mm. Um, what is it that's not clicking? Um, you know, they've got a an attacking weapon at nine. Um, they've got a halfback that, you know, four years ago was the best halfback in the competition. Uh, 2018, halfback mm. of the year. That's mm. when he signed his million-dollar contract. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, you know, they've got a lot of new players in there. And, you know, I mean, you've been coached by Sheenzy before. Yes. Um, what's he trying to do with this side? Can I say... And West Tigers fans, you probably won't agree with me, but I, I hope you do because I've I've been there through the same scenario. 2004, I was fortunate enough to go to the Tigers and get coached by by Tim and Royce Simmons. And that year, the Tigers had signed myself, Toddy Payton, very good, skillful front row from the Roosters, Brett Hodgson, classy fullback, Pat Richards, really good winger, you know, terrific winger, Jason Moody, another really good winger, Shane Jason Elford. Moody. Newcastle. Yeah, winger. Yeah. Great player. Yeah, Parramatta class. as well. Tall. Shane Elford, who was, a, I think, one of the best defensive centres mm. in the competition at that stage until he came up against Mark Gasner, who for some reason he just had nightmares against, and Scott Prince. So yeah. really, you know, a really good group of players with some experience and a bit of youth. And, and then Tim was trying to get the team to play this expansive style of rugby league. And yeah. through 2004, um, the Tigers finished ninth. We had to win one game of the last three to make the finals and, and lost the last three games. So it was taking a while for the, the team to sort of understand how to play this expansive brand. Benji was only in his first full season of NRL, yep. 2004. And then in 2005, they still sort of had some, they had some shaky moments through the start of 2005. And then about halfway through the season, for some reason, just clicked. Yeah, They go on and win the comp. So you're telling me, the Tigers are going to win the comp next year. Well, based on history, yeah, they may. Okay, get on them now. Get yeah. on them now, listeners. But yeah, um, about two and a half thousand to one. Right but I now. know what Tim Sheens is trying to do. I know what yeah. Benji's trying to do. They're trying to replicate what they did in two thousand and four, two thousand and five, which takes time. The question is, do they have the same cattle as you know Benji and you know Liam Fulton and um, you know Hodgson when he was at his best yeah. and those sort of players in two thousand and five? Do they have the same cattle? I'm, I'm not quite sure. 
Well, I mean, they've got, you know, I, I like Laurie. I like, you know, Dewey. They've got some Papa Lee, there, Papa Lee Lee's back Sal. there. They've got Bateman, you know, you, due to come in. Toy Kamanu. Yeah. There is some players there that can perform. There's no question about it. It's just, you know, if you, you know, you look at the, the coaching staff, they've got Sheens there as the head coach, and they've got two, two of probably the best attacking players to have played the game in Benji Marshall and Robbie Farah. And look, it's, you know, just, just because you can play doesn't doesn't necessarily mean you can coach. Mm, yeah. And you know, right now, um, you know, there'll be questions being asked. Look, I'm I'm the jury's out for me. It's going to take them time. I I get that, but yeah, look, it's it's certainly not looking. It good. does take time, and unfortunately, fans don't have patience because of the history of what the Tigers have gone Been through. through. But, yeah, yeah. But I've got to say, I mean, put your faith, put your faith in in Tim because he'll. It may not be this year, and I know Benji's taking over, but but he'll still have a heavy influence. But if, if everyone buys in, how long? How long? How long do they have to wait, Sats? Like who? how the fans? Like I mean, there's got to be. I don't know. I, I'm, I feel like um, they should be going better than what they get. But with the players that they've got, they should be do, they should be doing better than what they've sh- dished up the last couple of weeks. They're playing at Leichhardt. There's a lot of emotion around that side with the, the new purchases, you know, the coaching staff. A team with 12 players. Everyone's, you know, up in a, up, you know, excited about, you know, what. I mean, I was excited. I'm excited. I was excited. They were my team on the improve this year. That was my team that I picked. They will improve the most. I, I was so frustrated watching that game. I got angry. And I'm not even a Tigers fan. I tell you what, it was a good finish, but right on full time, Luke Brooks from. 42 oh. metres out to try and attempt a, a field goal. Hey, Co, have you got that? Yeah, here it is here. Right on field. Brooks for a two-point field goal. I'll tell you what. He's done it from long range and misses to the left. It's an anti-climax in the end, wasn't it? Oh, it was, but he hit it well. Yeah, mm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, listen, I've got faith. I've got yeah, faith. Yeah. I don't know. And it may not be finishing in the top four or whatever it may be. Co, what are you doing, Daddy Vass? What, what's well, your opinion? Just on last year on the Tigers, yeah. maybe strung with three few games together back into the year. I thought that was all on just Jackson Hastings. Mm. Yeah, had, I agree. Had, had, He's a competitor, had run, isn't he? Yeah, I agree. Mm. Had real, and, and they've lost him this year. And I, that what I watched, you know, yesterday, they're just lacking that. They're lacking one man to just stand up and, you know, pull them through games. And they needed someone in that back half and Luke Brooks just couldn't deliver. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got teammates, you know, and, and he's got teammates that can play. It's just, I, I don't know, are they are they not... Um, gelling? Are they not, you know, connecting on the field? Are they unsure? Um, you know, one, one thing that we used to be, well, I used to be very clear on with all my teammates is just being really clear on what your role is, really clear on what your plays are, really clear on understanding what we're trying to achieve here. Because when you're clear and when you have clarity, it creates a sense of urgency. You want to go. But if you have any doubt, if there's any doubt at all, you stop. Yeah. You know, you stop. You you, you don't want to you don't want to do the wrong thing, so you you stop. And it seemed like that's what they look like. They're confused. It looks like a bunch of te- like it looks like thirteen strangers out there having a run. They all know how to play footy, but they don't know each other. Mm. And that's what it looked like to me. And yep. just they get in that twenty meter zone, and they just don't, they don't even look like scoring tries. And that's that'd be disappointing. Yep. Change you'll pull them together. Mm. You'll pull yeah, them you together. Why are you looking at me like a raw smile? <laughs> hey? You just. 
Mate, I, I hope they do. I, I, really, I really hope they do. I, yeah, so do I. Yeah. So do I. Um, and the highlight of the weekend, and I've got no doubt it's going to be in our Care Top 7. So if you've got any votes for the Care Top 7, 0457, 736, 736. Mine's got to be the Dapto Canary. Big blocker. Blake Laurie scoring a try. Second oh, try yeah. of his NRL career. So we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later with the Kia Top 7. Let's get to a break. It's Sats and the Rat. And we're going to have our straight Australian debate next about... Expansion. Is it too soon? The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the Great Australian Debate. We could probably have a few debates after the after the weekend. Um, mm. We just had one about uh, the West Tigers. A nice debate there. Uh, this one also is a bit, actually. Um, we've got. I'll, I'll throw one up here, and we're not going to talk about it now. I'll let our listeners who listen to us on the Super Radio Network through Two HD. In Newcastle, a lot of Knights fans that listen to the show. The debate is, do you agree with Maddie and Joey Johns? That was one of the bravest, gutsiest performances ever seen in a in a Knights jersey. So I'll leave that open to the listeners, 0457-736-736. I've had plenty of them. The 97 grand final was a pretty gutsy performance against a manly side that only lost two or three games that year. Yeah. Now, but our Australian great, our great Australian debate is Andrew Abdo, Peter Volandis, they're open to announcing an 18th NRL team and time for the next TV rights, which are in 2027. So it gives you a good lead-in time. And then looking at possibly adding a 19th and 20th team in the next decade, which I think would be ludicrous. Uh, I've played in a 20-team competition, as you have, Rat. Yeah. I've got to say there were some pretty awful games in that 20-team uh, competition. And unfortunately, I was part of some of those teams that, we're down the bottom of that 20-team competition. So. You're playing with the Gold Coast at that time? Yeah, the Crushers. <laughs> the Crushers. Oh, the Crushers. <laughs> the South Queensland Crushers. Yeah. yeah. So where should, the, where, should the, where should they look for the next team? Let's not talk about the next three teams. Let's look at the next team. Now, the latest mm. one is the Norse Bears. Um, Perth. The, Norse Bears have had, a, had a, a licensed team put together Trying to get the North back, North Bears back into the competition, wherever mm. they may be. Well, it's not going to be in Sydney. Can't be in Sydney. No. They're saying let's let's link with Perth as long as we have two games at North Sydney Oval. We're happy to be the, you know, the Western Bears or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, would they be? You know, I, I don't. Would mind. they be happy enough with that? Well, two games at North Sydney Oval and. Well, it's either that or nothing. Yeah. I mean, look, they're not getting any. I mean, they're getting their New South Wales Cup games there now, but I mean, I. I'm a Sharks fan, mm. right? If the Sharks left Cronulla and they were playing in Perth, would I still be a Sharks fan? Of course I would. Yeah. I'm a Sharks fan. Like, What if they merged as the Dragons? That would be hard. <laughs> yeah. That would be very hard. But um, hence that that never happened, and, and I think St. George fans and Cronulla fans feel the same way about that. But uh, I'm a Sharks fan, and – I mean, look, I know we're not America, but it happens in the U.S. Yeah. Teams move locations. They're not – they're called the Raiders. They weren't – they're the Oakland Raiders or the L.A. Raiders, but they're the Raiders. Mm. You're a Raiders fan. I'm a Sharks fan. 
Um, I think people need to accept that the way the population's growing and, you know, the overpopulation of teams in the one area and things need to move. It's just got to happen for the viability of the game and for your team, perhaps. Um, look, uh, I think we need to look uh, nationally before we look internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, that's my thoughts. So get rid of the Warriors you're talking about? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, they're already in the competition. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying sack the Warriors. <laughs> but, I'm, but, you know, when you talk about, you know, I know that our game is so um, so heavily supported and, you know, it's, it's wonderfully represented by Polynesians and Papua New Guinean players. Uh, but I just believe that, you know, the West was that, – that was a strong franchise when it was playing. The Western Reds, they were doing well. That, that was a byproduct of the merger of NRL and Super League coming back together, that they were one of the ones that had to sort of be – Shafted. Yeah, shafted. Mm. So it's, it's, it's not – the fact that it wouldn't work there, it's just, I mean, there are some logistics, I guess, that go with it. It's a long way to travel and the like, but look, I just think, I think Perth deserves an opportunity. I know you probably have other thoughts. Oh, no, they've, I think, like I said earlier on, I think they've got to start a really successful, strong junior competition first. Yeah. You can't have a successful first grade side without any underbelly. No. And so that's got to be, and they have got a competition over there. It's just obviously not as strong as what it is in Queensland and New South Wales. Yeah. Um, I've, I've said on this show probably two years ago, I've, I feel as though that a team that is representing Papua New Guinea or Pacifica, based out of Cairns, where you play home games, games yep. in Papua New Guinea, go up the day before the game. Um, they've got a beautiful stadium up there, which you would need upgrading, but it's a beautiful international stadium for the Pacifica games that was that was built for. But I don't think you can base it in Cairns anymore when I think about it because you don't want to take away from that great area that supports the Cowboys. And I know the NRL are really strong about not taking away supporters from those immediate areas. I still believe, and in all honesty, I'm going to take my hat off from the other 17th licence where I was um, assisting with the Brisbane Jets, which is the Western Corridor. I still think there's room for a team to replicate the Sydney Western Belt your Parramatta, right. your Penrith, and going out through Ipswich up into Toowoomba. Yeah. Toowoomba's what, the biggest to- oh, Toowoomba. regional town in Australia. So you think Toowoomba, a side in Toowoomba. Toowoomba's got, a, it's got an airport. Yeah, um, yeah I, I would think Ipswich or Toowoomba. I still think there's a, a, probably more room yeah. for another team, especially in the Western Corridor. Yeah, I, I, yeah Toowoomba is a, a beautiful part of Queensland and it's very, very heavily supported. It's a very big rugby league community. The Bulldogs have just moved up there. Yeah, um, so because the Clydesdales are back in the yeah, the yes. Toowoomba so, is back in the Queensland Cup, the Host Plus Cup. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. they've taken over the Western Clydesdales license for the Host Plus Cup. So um, look, there, there is obviously a lot of good footballs that have come out of that region. Um, yeah, look, it, it's a it's a good thought, but I I just think we are called the National Rugby League, um, and you know we you know we 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 probably should be called the East Coast Rugby League. Mm. You know, I just, not that that's a reason to expand. But perception sells. But yeah, yeah but I, I, I just believe that that West, that the West is, it's, it's there for the picking. It's, I mean, it's obviously a heavy, heavily sort of supported AFL town, but I think a, uh, a successful NRL franchise could, could happen. I agree there. with Christos on the text line. He says, in favour for 18 teams to get rid of the bye. It's a disaster for my super coach team each week. Bring in the mudgy bears. <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah. Remember, the old, remember the old midweek Amco Cup and KB Cup? And they used to have knockout competitions at the start of the year or through the year where you play on a Wednesday night. And they'd have Western Division, 
and a team from Brisbane playing against the NRL teams. And back then, a lot of those players that came out of that Western division end up picking up contracts with Sydney clubs and yeah. going on representing their country. And we could never get back to that because the the lower tier rugby league is just purely just not strong enough. But no. they were great days. Yeah, they were. But, I, I mean, where was your dad born? He was born. Is he a uh, Sydney boy? I think so. Yeah. You know what? I'm not, a, I'm not 100% sure. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I think he – but he went to school up here. And he and he played for the Southport Tigers when he was sort of sixteen and That's seventeen. That's what he did too. Yeah, yeah played with Clive Palmer. Um, yeah, in seven. He played with Clive Palmer. Nineteen seventy-two grand final. Yeah. Um, he, and no, no, don't hit that yet. Yeah. I hit it in a second. Clive Palmer. Clive Palmer was the winger. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, we, yeah. I think, uh, Come on, that's ridiculous. 1972, they won the grand final. Dad was uh, 17 years old and then got signed to Cronulla at the start of 73. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so he, he, he schooled up here and finished school up here. I think he, he went to school in Sydney as well, so I'm just not sure where he was born. West Coast Pirates mm. is the franchise that was trying to get a license in the NRL. The West Coast Pirates. Mm-hmm. Oh, as as a part. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and they they've they've got an under nineteen team. Daddy Vass is telling us here. Harold Matthews, um, yeah, they play in the East. They play in the the Sydney competition. Yeah, when I was yeah. living over there, I watched a, a few local games. And you lived in Perth, did you? Yeah, I lived in Perth for a little bit. And what's the scene in Perth? So you know, like you got Sydney's like uh, Sydney's like the beach bar scene. Mm. Uh, Brisbane's like the club scene. Mm. Gold Coast is the beach bar scene, like the pool bar scene, really. The rooftop Bri- scene. Brisbane's like the big country town scene. Yeah. Bri- Brisbane's like R.M. Williams and check shirts. Ringers Western yeah, boots yeah, and yeah, hats. Yeah. And that, hey, that's, so, that's what it is. So what's the Perth scene like? It's like a mini Melbourne. Adelaide is like everyone's asleep by 10 o'clock scene. No, it, it's, it's got good nightlife. Uh, it's, it's very artsy down in like Fremantle kind of, kind of way. Down would south. you fit in? Would you be classed as, a, as like fitting in, like just – being part of the culture in Perth, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I was accepted. Is that yeah, before? Accepted. Is that before or after the Susie Wongs after five o'clock? Oh, right. I'll tell you a story about Perth though. The first time I went to the pub there, yeah. Uh, obviously, grew up in Queensland. You go down to the pub, you watch the footy on a Friday night. It's on the big screen, right? Yep. Walked into the pub at my local, and it was like a semi-final or elimination final. And I've walked in. I said, "Oh, we'll go down to the pub, boys. Watch the footy. Get in there. It's not on. Is this the NRL? NRL, not yeah. on." And I went up to the lady at the bar, and I was like, "Oh, g'day. Uh, I'm just seeing if you'd flick the league on." She's like, "Nah, mate. Out the back. Walked out the back. It's on the tiniest little screen, and there's one bloke watching it. And that's when I got a real culture shock. One guy's shot. got to hold the antenna, <laughs> ears up, and, <laughs> and that's when I knew I was in Perth. Eh? I, was like, I remember oh. playing. Did you play against? Yeah, you played against the Reds. Yeah, that was course. a horrible trip over there. Oh, it was, and and I had the cricket pitch in the middle of the whacker. I remember um, <laughs> Big MG. I, I come for a scoot out of my out of dummy half, and I got to the, and my my dad was the boss at the Reds, and my mum was there, and, and Dad and MG were, were pretty good mates. They sort of had a pretty similar personality, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that MG was always over at my dad's place having a few beers with Dad and and Mum, and. Um, I've run into the into the centre and I'm on the pitch and MG's just caught me. I've stepped the wrong way, landed on his shoulder. He's picked me up and he was about to drop me on my head on the cricket pitch. It was sort of before, well, it was when you could do it. <laughs> and uh, he just put me down really gently. 
And then he lent, he got, he pushed himself up with me. I said, what did you do that for? He goes, mate, if I put you into that pitch, he goes, your mum would have killed me tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, your dad, he was, was he the CEO over there? Yeah, he was. He was yeah, too. Yeah, he went over there. He, was a he loved it. And, and I enjoyed going to visit them, but um, it is a long way to go, I can tell you. Oh, the red eye kills me. Yeah, yeah. I go to the Cooley Origin and come back on the red eye. It just kills me three days. Mate, I, I, there's, a, there's a few texts here, Satsa, that are agreeing with me. Yep. Hey, Sats and Rat, Tigers were terrible. I just got too carried away with the Knights win. I'm with Rat, not a Tigers or a night supporter, but I think it talks about, you know, if you're being a good player, doesn't mean you're a good coach. And, and I think that's something that I think that's why both Benji and Robbie are underneath Sheensy mm. to learn how to be a good coach. Cause you know, I mean, some good players couldn't coach a dog to bark. No. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, um, it's a learnt skill. Yeah. Um, it's not just about, you know, directing players, it's about understanding players, what they need. And I guess that's, that's the idea of, you know, that mentorship from Sheenzy with, yeah. with the boys. Let's get to a break. We'll have another NRL update after this. A fair bit happening when it comes to concussions and also uh, especially players spending a fair bit of time on the sideline from suspension. We'll get to that next. Sats and the Rat, Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. It's Sats and the Rat, and plenty happened on the field when it comes to suspension, send-offs, sin bins, whatever it may be, bad injuries, Corey Oates. was on the back of a couple of bad ones. Now, I've always been a... I've always believed that the uh, the crusher tackle is something that um, shouldn't be penalised unless it's, unless it's deliberate. Or a second action, yeah. Um, and Corey Oates, of course, was subject to one of those as well. Peter Hickey will miss two weeks. He had a bit of a he, he, he tackled him, then he sort of lifted him and dropped down on top yeah, of him, which is yeah. I saw one oh, in the South Tigers game that was just totally him falling back into a player. Can't and, help yeah, it. Can't help it. And if oh, I've said all along, Rad, that if if that's the case, it's not intentional, not reckless. It's just purely careless or or uh, unintentional. Really, the care should be for the player that's playing the ball. Take him out the back, let the trainer check him, get someone else to play the ball, play on. We don't need to get players missing missing too many games. Mm-hmm. Now, probably the one that come out of the weekend, or the two that come out of the weekend, without a doubt, Knights prop Jacob Siofidi, mm. five-game ban for a grade three reckless high tackle, and Jake Simpkin in that clash at Leichhardt, sent off. Yeah. So not on report, sent off. How would you see it? Well, it, it was a reaction. Yep. There was no, you know, to a... Yeah, he, he didn't go in there with a swinging arm. Um, you know, there was no sort of – I don't think there was any malice in it. I just think he dipped, um, got him, and, yeah, look, the, the rules are you can't hit people in the head. I mean, mm. and, 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 it's, and it's good that they have the rules, obviously. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying – but, you know, um, the, the onus is on the tackler. you just got to be more careful. Um, you're not going to let a player run past you. So, you know, his reaction um, – uh, you know, I, I guess warranted, you know, the, the referee's reaction was to send him off. He hit him in the head. I always ask, do you have another option? Did yeah, that's a good so question. So I feel you have another option. Yeah. And the other option is just let him run past you. As you know, For those who didn't see it, Appy Carroyce now runs across field and he turns Jake Simpkin back on an angle and so I feel he's chasing Appy Carroyce now then all yep. of a sudden changes direction and just hits Jake Simpkin flush. 
hits him on the chin with his shoulder because he's a bigger mm. man, first yep. and foremost. And, yeah, he probably should have bent his back, but it's split-second reactions. Yeah. So is there another option for him? Yeah, probably let him go, but that's not going to happen in the game because you're no. full of adrenaline. You don't want to let your teammates oh, mate, down. They're under the pump. And then you look at yeah. uh, maybe Scotty Drinkwater. He's hit on Corey Oates. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, he's going to miss three weeks. He's taken an early plea, and well, Corey I'm, Oates has got a broken jaw. Yeah. Well, well, if you put that um, – you know, Jacob Saifidi's situation was in the open. There was no other player involved. There was him and uh, Simpkins, and he hit him. If you take all the people away from that tackle that Drinkwater that Drinkwater made, and you just had Drinkwater and Oates, and that was just in the open, Drinkwater gets sent off. Yeah, agree. There's no question. Mm. But it was just surround. There wasn't a clear view of it of what happened. Um, so yeah, it's a, he, he launched him with his shoulder, hit him straight on the jaw, and I mean, uh, to me, I mean he's he's he scores the try if that doesn't happen. Well, I'm going to read something. I'm reading something to you here. Okay, that I was just looking up before. A penalty try. The referee may award a penalty try if, in his opinion, a try would have been scored but for the unfair play of the defending team. So Corios didn't end up scoring that try. They said he lost possession yeah, as well, he, he fell onto his back. Because he had a broken jaw. So <laughs> that's, that's why. I was thinking that during the night. I was thinking, how come that's not a penalty try? Yeah. Well, I What mean, if he scored the try if Scott Drinkwater didn't hit him up around the chin? Well, the argument probably would be yes. Yeah. Probably he's a big boy. He was, he was in. He hit the. He, he was at pace. I think he scores the try. Um, yeah, it, it was the. It was a act of foul play that prevented Corey Oates from scoring that try. It should have been a penalty try. I'll ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Joel Kane, Sugar Kane, and I were talking about this on Let It Ride on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Should the player that gets sin bin for ten minutes, if the player that he has fouled is not allowed to come back on the field because of injury, should the player be allowed to come back on? You can still use the interchange and have 13 on the field, but should he be allowed to come back young? Oh, so your, your, your team doctor says oh. uh, he's got a broken jaw. My team doctor. So the Broncos team doctor says he's got a broken jaw, goes to the, the Cowboys doctor and says, yep. I need you to come and ratify this. He's got a broken jaw. Look at the symptoms. Yeah, I agree with you. Player's not allowed to come back on the field. What do you think? I don't mind that. Mm. I don't mind that. Um, well, you've taken a player out of their opposition, out of the opposition uh, via foul play. And if that's the case, then maybe if he can't go back on the field, maybe you shouldn't be able to. Uh, I, I just, it, it's, a, it's a dicey one because, you know, if someone says, oh, you know, he, he, got, he got bent backwards in a high tackle. I oh, know his head's all right, but he's, he tore his hamstring doing it. So he can't come on the field. And it's a, it's a replacement that was hit by Cam Munster. Yep. And you've got, you know, a replacement who's, you know, there, it's his third game of first grade. And you've got Ken Munster who made the <laughs> tackle. It's like, of course, you're going to say, no, he snapped it. He's, Coach he's, is always looking to try and bend the rules. He's torn his hammy and yeah. he can't go on the field. <laughs> um, like, really? Like, you, what, are you going to get this? You're going to scan it on the spot and prove that to me? Like, it's it's a bit of a tricky one, that one. Okay, I'll throw so, another one at you that yep. got thrown up to me over the weekend. If the player who who made the tackle... Should he miss the same amount of time as the player that is injured? So let's say Corey Oates is going to miss anywhere from four to four to eight weeks. Yep. Should Drinkwater receive four to eight weeks? Should when he's being named to return to any style of just say Corey Oates comes back through the Queensland Cup, the Host Plus Cup, which he won't, but just say he does, that means Scott Drinkwater would be allowed to come back. Can I tell you, I asked this question in 1985 to my dad. 
in when 1985 when he broke his jaw. When he Paul got his Cronulla. jaw broken for Cronulla. Mark Bugden. Mark Bugden. Yeah. Had his jaw wide, shut. He was out for the season. Uh, didn't get to play again after round one. Mark Bugden, I think, got nine or 12 weeks or something for it. Uh, when Mark Bugden came back to play, I asked him, why is he allowed to play if you can't play? I asked that question as a nine-year-old kid. And, mate, if, if – yeah, look, it's a, it's a – it's a viable question to ask. Like, how can someone who create, who, who performed an act of foul play um, be playing when the person that the act of foul play was played upon can't? It's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a good question for our listeners to sort of respond to. Like, what do you think about that? I mean, I mean, the, it's a, it's a very valid, valid point. question. Valid argument. Yeah, yeah, Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Did you ask him that question while you're feeding his steak and veggies oh, through mate, a straw? It was horrific. <laughs> I mean, Remember you, you part, would have seen it. They like, part their teeth. Oh, so mate, they can the put blend, a straw blenders, the my steak in blenders, <laughs> and oh, it was just. I remember, I remember my dad blended up a Big Mac one night. <laughs> oh, it was horrific. Uh, we'll get to some of your texts after the break. This is Sats and Rats for Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and the Rat, before we get to the break, we're going to get some of your text yeah. messages. And in the next hour, we'll get through plenty of the text messages. Thanks very much for your input. 0457 736 736. Rat, what have we got? Yeah, well, Daniel from Actually, Pro. before you go, Brisbane Eel says Sludge Rogers was born on the Gold Coast. There you go. And Brisbane Eel, we got your message about one of uh, Rat's little comments before. So <laughs> Sorry that. about that. <laughs> hey, Sats and Rat. Uh, this is from Daniel from Prairiewood. Hey, Sats and Rat, if the ARL Commissioner legitimately... Uh, going to put the end in NRL, it needs to needs a bona fide national footprint. I believe Perth should be the first port of call for the 18th team with Adelaide. Well, yeah, I mean they could share it, but uh, no, I, th- I think Perth would be ideal. Um, NRL expansion. Um, Gav from Penrith says I like the idea of PNG affiliated team, but instead of Cairns, base them in Darwin Love and adopt the whole of the NT. Having an NRL team in the NT would boost local tourism and increase government funding. And it's a bit of an area where it's real AFL orientated, but not actually rusted on. No, they, they, they love their NRL. I like it. NRL up there. I like it. Uh, let's get to the break. Uh, after the break, we're going to go through our weekly walk, workhorse, Kia Top 7, more of your text messages. We're going to catch up with Joel and Fletch as well. And, hey, boys, Brett here. I can give you a solid idea on where Perth is at the league front. I'm the president of the biggest leagues club in Perth, Brett. We might get you to call in get tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, get call in tomorrow night. Um, we wouldn't mind having a chat to you about that. This is Sats and the Rat on Sports Day. We'll be back after the break. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Uh, Welcome back to the show, Stats and the Rats. And if you missed the first hour, make sure you get the podcast. If you're listening in all the different markets, welcome to the show for the first time if you're only 
tuning in right now. We've been talking about a lot of things over the weekend. So yeah. much that happened, didn't there, mm. Rat? Yeah, yeah that, outside of you becoming a granddad oh, for the no, second how time. How exciting! Well, that was exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I got a, I, I held my little granddaughter for the first time yesterday. It was a very special moment. Uh, I posted a picture. You can have a look at that on my Instagram if you want. She's gorgeous. So, what's your handle? Uh, Matt underscore Rogers six. Yep. Um, Why six? Out. Is that the position? It was the last number I played play? with at the Titans. Okay, I'm going to throw this at you. We yeah. try to get Darren Lockyer on today, but he's, he's busy with Channel Nine because uh, I want to have a chat to him about a little bit like Kalen Ponga going from fullback up into the front line and, and spending a lot more time yep. at six. Now, he played a lot of sixes at coming through the juniors and he ended up playing a lot of fullback when he first sort of dominating first grade. Yep. You did the same thing. You went you went from fullback up into the front line. Yep. So defensively, how much does it take out of you? A lot. Mm. And, and can I say this? The difference between defending in the centres to defending on the edge uh, in the half position yep. is like chalk and cheese. Defending in the centres, uh, other than decision-making, is the easiest position to defend on the football field. Uh, defending on the edge in the halves, it is the most difficult position to defend on the football field. One, you've got to make the decisions coming in, coming out. Um, the other thing is you have got 110, 100 to 115, 120 kilo back rowers wanting to pick you out and run at you all day and isolate you and steamroll you. That's what their job is. And you're not to, used to that workload. And you're not. Mm. And look, the reality is it's not an easy transition. It's going to take time. Uh, but on the Kalen Ponga situation, I don't care how many concussions he's had before. He could have had no concussions. What happened on the weekend knocks out anyone. Yeah. He got a shoulder from a rampaging 115-kilo bloke straight to the jaw. That's going to knock out anyone. Now, is it ideal that he's had previous concussions? I, I, last week's HIA... Write that off. That wasn't a HIA. That was a bit of gamesmanship gone wrong by, on Kalen's point, and it cost him 10 minutes at the end of the game by him staying down. He didn't get hurt. So they're counting that as one of the four in the last 10 months. Yeah. Yep, concussion. So the other three that, that prematurely ended his season last year, they're, they're serious. They're ones that can, like, you've got to look at and think, wow, we've got to protect him. Now, he's putting him in the front line doing that. Um, can he handle it? There are all these questions that are thrown up in the air about his you know, transition to that position. Uh, we've seen he can defend. Uh, he was just caught in an awkward position on the mm. weekend. I, uh, I'm, 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 okay. I'm okay with him being up there. I, so I'm excited I. for him to, yeah. to, to find his feet there. It's going to take a little bit of time, and he might have to have a few weeks off just to work it out. Adrian says, that's a Matty. It's sad what's happening to Callum Ponga, but I said before the season that he would be back at fullback by Easter, not just because of his head knocks, but because he's a weak defender. Oh, I'll tell you what, I saw some pretty poor attempts from, from guys that have played nearly 100 games over the weekend. Uh, Reese Walsh will be the Queensland fullback. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. Kalen's been outstanding at origin level, yeah, Adrian. And, and if he gets back and fit and, and yeah. he's playing, then I mean, Queensland are renowned for sticking with the tried and tested. Yep. And he's tried and tested at that level, absolutely, and he's, he's done a great job. So we have the weekly change. workhorse really soon, but um, news has just come to hand over the last 10 minutes is James Tedesco. He's been extended until the end of 2025, and the Roosters have made, basically said, you know what, we're going to put any... We're going to just put an end to any of the whispers about whether it's going to be Sue Lee or Tedesco. <laughs> Here we go, Teddy. We're going to extend it till the end of 2025. 20, Buzz Rothfield, he'll be frothing at the moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's sort of like a backhanded compliment in a story that he wrote saying that, and I, I like Buzz, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he, yeah. He's saying, oh, Joseph Sue Lee, he's not a selfish player. Uh, there was a uh, there was a, a break on the weekend that Sue Lee made. He took on the fullback. And as he turned around to pass Tedesco, Sam Walker just come flying through the middle and, 
took the ball basically out of Tedesco's hands to score the try. Right. So there's a lot of people now saying, oh, there's a... There's a rift. There's a rift between Sue Lee and Tedesco because there's this battle for the number one jersey. I'm not saying Buzz is saying that, but he was sort of intimating it. But... Uh, no. Well, he, well, he was saying it without saying it. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you so saying the, that he's not Roos- saying The Roosters have said, you know what? Beat it, everyone. We're going to extend him till 2025 now. Yeah. Um, well, well is extended to the end of 2024 or signed to the end of 2024. Exactly. That That is going to pose a big question at the end of that year. Now, we know our mate Woogie thinks that Suwali is going to rugby, but I don't know. Um, I know that there'll be uh, a certain coach that'll be very excited to get him in his stable. That's yeah. for sure in Eddie Jones. So, um, Sats. This is from 465. You're on the Brecky Show this morning with Paddy Walsh and Michael Kasperwitz. Yeah, Heels is over in India at the moment. You made excuses for the Titans when sure the Titans were okay, but the Dragons actually bombed chances and the tries and the score could have blown out to anything. Uh, the way the Dragons played when they got into their rhythm, Satsy have no credit at all to the on breakfast to the radio's forwards. The Dragons forwards, I should say, especially middles and some of them playing a bit wider at times. How good were the Dragons forwards' leg speed? I bet it surprised you. Well, it did surprise me. Oh, I actually I did give credit to the Dragons. I thought the way they fought back was outstanding, Maddie. I mean, I've got to be honest. The first yeah. 20 minutes, I thought the Titans were going to win by 40. I, I, I agree. And I legitimately was sitting there watching that game and just thought there is zero energy in this Dragon side. They are so lacklustre. And if they play like this... Um, they will be the wooden spooners. Mm. And a couple of silly errors by the, the, the Titans invited the Dragons back in. They got a bit excited. They come out with the wind with their backs and they put the Titans to the sword. And well done to them. Uh, Tyrell, uh, Tyrell Sloan. Um, Low like, pressure last year. Oh, mate, Many thought that you know, he wants to and, leave the club because yep. Hook didn't rate him. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. You know, and, and, I, and I love seeing young fellas who, you know, they, they're challenged. And they come out and they stand up. And he did that. And, you know, with the help of a few of his forwards too, I thought Jaden Sewell was really good. He ran hard. Well, Benny Hunt was an instigator of a lot of the uh, the really good stuff the Dragons did. And he was on the end of one of Benny Hunt's tries, Tyrell Sloan. It goes to Hunt. Sloan! He appeared from nowhere. Tyrell Sloan scores. How good was that? The way he pos- He came out of nowhere. Oh, and hit it like a cannon. Yeah. Too, you know, like was flying onto the ball and... You know, you want your players to play with that sort of speed and commitment. And, look, there are a lot of good young players in the game. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of our players, you know, they, they get a bit of criticism and it's not – it's directed at them. But they, but people seem to forget that they're playing a team game. And, you know, you look at – I mean, I thought David Fafita was actually pretty good yesterday in a beaten side. I thought he had a crack um, and he saw, saw a bit of space. He had some good runs. Um, look, but the, the Titans overall for the last 60 minutes, were they were very poor. There's no question about it. There's no other way you can say it. But, you know, the last two years, David Peter was the most maligned, the most criticised back rower in the game. And then all of a sudden, you know, he gets a halves combination that can get him some ball. He's got a hooker there that's, you know, drawing a little bit of attention away from the halves. All of a sudden he's seeing some space and now just re-signs on a, a monster deal for four years. You know, mm. like it's... It's unbelievable the way, or three years. It's, it's, it's amazing how, you know, footy changes. And, and I think, you know, if, yeah, I look at the Broncos, another, another team, you know, like criticised and maligned, you know, a couple of wins. Football can turn very quickly. And I think the Dragons have shown you can turn it around in a game. You know, 20 minutes, they look like, you know, rotten wooden spooners. And they come out and they, you know, put some players on, they get a bit excited and they start winning. Just like the Titans' defence, though, what are you, are you concerned about? 
how they leaked tries through the middle there yesterday? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm concerned how they leaked tries, like can you, like a try and then another try within two or three minutes and, and then another try. Up for, and, yeah. The the ease of a period that the Dragons scored tries. Take my hat off to the Dragons. I mean, the way they got themselves back into the game, I've got to say, I love Jack Bird at lock forward. So do I. Outstanding. I just love Jack Bird as a footballer. Yeah. I, I, you could put him anywhere. Put him in 5'8", put him in the centres, put him at lock. Um, just a good, tough footballer. He'll give you everything he's got. And, um, look, he's got some he's got some mongrel in him. He's got some attitude about him. But I love that. Mm. You know, like I, I said earlier, I mean, that's what we want. We want some character in our players. But... Look, the Dragons, um, they just need to build on that. I- I'll tell you one thing. If they start like that um, in- against quality opposition, um, that-, that go on with it, um, they-, they won't come back into games. Yeah, the good teams don't let you back into the games. No. 20, I mean, this is a Titan side that, you know, they're, they're, sim- they're in a similar situation to, you know, the West Tigers of the world and the, dra- and the Dragons of the world. They're trying to rebuild and trying to find something. Um, you know, you come up against a Penrith and you start – your first 20 minutes in that vein of form, um, you're going to find yourself, you know, 30 down or 24 down and you're not going to get a look in. So, yeah, look, they'll, they'll celebrate the win, but, you know, they've still got plenty to plenty to work on. Hey, team, my 18th team is the rampaging Riverina Rhinos, home of the NRL champions, Rabbit Burrow tomorrow. <laughs> the Riverina, what a strong uh, landscape for rugby league players. Now, now, we mentioned earlier on, we're going to get across our weekly workhorse. Of- Tough. Hard, rugged, grit, no nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player the weekly workhorse. Yeah, they're the important players of a side that do a lot of the work and a lot of the times they're not the headline the following day after the game. Who you got, Rat? Well, I had, oh, I'm just trying to find who I had here. It was, oh, Mark Nichols. The professor, yeah. Mark Nichols. What a what a performance. I mean, you know, some of these guys that are that, what I love about these senior players that have gone up to the Redcliffe Dolphins is they've gone up there and they've not just gone up and, and, and you know, it's not a retirement village for them. They've gone up to set an example for the younger players and it's showing. Um, you know, Mark Nichols had, I think he had about 140 run metres. He had, you know, in, in 50 minutes he had 40 tackles. Um, and he was just getting through the work. And, well, 185 run metres, 30 tackles, uh, 15 hit-ups, of 50 minutes off the bench. He came on and he made an impact, mm. which was, you know, what you want your bench to do. And, you know, good on him. Scored, no, he scored a try week one mm. against the Roosters. Yep. Yeah, big gangly thing he is. Mm. Uh, mine gets a little bit repetitive, but it's because I admire the way this guy plays so much. And it's the Broncos front row, Payne Haas, 65 minutes, 20 hit-ups, nearly 200 metres again, over 30 tackles, turns up in areas that front row shouldn't turn up in. Mm. Um and just, yeah, just he's amazing how athletic he is. We, everyone we, we always interview from the Broncos, they talk about his engine, how good his engine yeah, is. Yeah, well, it, it, they, they, they say he is um, uh, a freak in relation to the size, the agility, and the, the, the motor he has. But made an honourable mention to Jacob Preston. Oh, what about he's Bulldogs. a throwback, isn't he? Oh, mate, just 40 tackles, one line break, mullet. four tackle busts and a try <laughs> against, you know, they go down to Melbourne. I mean, they, they were average in week one. The Bulldogs. Mm. I mean, they 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 were they dished up a pretty average performance. They would have gone down there under the pump. I don't know what was said to them, um, but for them to go down there and deliver a performance like that, um, you know, they should be all very proud of themselves. And um, it was probably, I, I don't I don't think I've seen in the last ten years, uh, Melbourne performance soft, work. weren't they? Oh, they oh were soft. They were so bad. And 
you know, they weren't great the week before when they beat Parramatta. Yeah. I mean, they... they Class has got them out. They, they, yeah, yeah. They, they were both... They, both Parramatta and Melbourne were clunky. They dropped a lot of ball. It wasn't a great game. Um, yeah, you're right. It was class that got them out. It was a bit of Munster brilliance, a bit of Harry Grant brilliance. But you, you look at... You, you can't deliver that on a week-in, week-out basis and expect to win games of footy. Yep. And uh, I, I guess, you know, we talk about the, the NRL not being... Well, we talk about the NRL not being... Uh, um, not having enough quality players to expand, but then you see the likes of that happen. Mm. You know, the, the Can- Canterbury who are, you know, they're on the rebuild, you know. It's going to take them time to sort of get those combinations going. But I thought Army was a lot better. Yeah. Looked uh, dangerous, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought Burton was a lot better. Jeez, he's got a boot on him, hasn't he? <laughs> Jacob Carraz oh, is the player. Oh, mate. Yeah, he's, he's a great little player. Yeah, yeah. Can run. Now, uh, day five in the fourth test, uh, we're in the second session. Australia one for 150. Labashane on 51. Heads on 87. And looks like they're trying to bat for a draw, which will be the, the obvious outcome. Mm, yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's the plan, I think. Hey, on the, on the text line, just quickly, um, from Adrian, he said, you can have your Tedescos and Suoliti's. Give me Joey Manu over the pair of them all day. If I'm in another club, I'm breaking the bank to sign the Golden Boot Superstar and I'm playing him in the number one jumper. Well, I think that's what's going to happen with Joey. He's going to get a payday. And I think Rooster's obviously going to have to allow him to go at some stage. Well, well, do they allow him to go or do they allow Suoliti to go? No. Unless, unless you believe what Woogie says, and he's definitely going to rugby union, but if he's going to stay, you, you're signing Sue Lee every day of the week. Are you really? Oh, without a doubt. He'll be oh. the best player in the game by the time he's 23. Well, I think Joey Manu, like, I, I think Joey Manu is potentially the best player in the game now. He wears headgear. He can't be. You know what? Right. Headgear on the weekend. That's so. exactly what I said last week. Do you think, yeah. think Belitis heard our little chat? A little debate last week. Do you reckon he heard, yeah. heard you? No, no. So there's no. a guy called no. Dave Vass <laughs> on Sports Day. He's yeah, a yeah. smart kid, this Mate, kid. Joey Manu is a freak. Yeah, he is. Playing, he can play uh, centre, 5'8", lock, yeah. fullback. Where, where, can Suali do that? Suali can play fullback, wing, centre, 5'8", if he needed to. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You could probably chuck him in at lock as well. Play him on an probably, edge back row. He'd love the Villy Army kick out. Oh, he would be. Right. Devastating. I don't think – I don't – I don't. I mean, he runs the ball hard too, Sir Lee, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a hard ball. He, he loves the contact. Yeah, look, it's a. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's a tough decision, and I'm glad I don't have to make that. Yeah, let's get to a break uh, after the break. We go through our Kia top seven from not only the NRL but also uh, other sports around the globe as well. One huge one we've touched on earlier on, which is Tim Zoo, which will. No doubt, figure heavily. This is Rat and the Sats on Sports Day for the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. I've got one myself, Kia Sorento. Uh, Outstanding vehicle. Beautiful car. Jet black. Mate, the Top 7, NRL Round round 2. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese Walsh, number seven. One Here's cry. Walsh. That'll cap it. Reese Walsh dives in, and the star is born. One try, one try assist, three line break assists, 175 minutes. He was everywhere. He terrorised Peter Hickey, wasn't he? And just and Peter Hickey is a good defender. He's one of the best in the comp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number six, we mentioned him earlier on. Jacob Carraz, he was outstanding for the Doggies in their defeat of the Melbourne Storm. Carraz with it again. He's already going to try. Now he's got another. Jacob Carraz. He'll be flying over in first class from Melbourne, I reckon, the way he's going. Oh, Travis Head just got clean bowled for 90. Two for 153. The Aussies, uh, number five. Number Rat. five is the hammer. Scores in the 77th minute to lead the Dolphins to another win via the Raiders. Hammer show, Tino! The Dolphins do it again! 14 all. That's amazing. Eh? Yeah, 77th amazing. minute, 18, then they kick the goal, 20 to... Yeah. Like, doesn't he strike the ball beautifully, that Jermaine Asako when does. he kicks for goal? He, he can be so good. He, he, I'm, I so hope he stays healthy. And he just stays on his game because he is a great footballer. He's silk, isn't he? Yeah, he just yeah, he's had he's some smooth. moments where, you know, his hands have let him down in the past, but I love watching him play. Yeah, the Knights win a tough one against the Tigers at Leichhardt Oval, but the final seconds right on full time and Luke Brooks had a chance to even it up. Brooks for a two-point field goal. I'll tell you what, he's done it from long range and misses to the left. Heartbreaking. Yeah, oh, mate. When he hit it, I thought, oh, this is going over. Hit it sweet, didn't he? he did, didn't he? Just a little left to the upright. Number three, Shane Van Giz wins the opening round of the supercars in Newey. He's been cool, calm and racy. Shane Van Gisbergen wins race two on the streets of Newcastle. It seems as though the Shane Van Gisbergen's just winning everything. He's He's a little bit like the Lewis Hamilton of the F1, isn't he? Well, I, I I think he's got a good car. You know, I think it makes a big difference. The investment that they put into their car. I know that their, their, their training, t- their their track time in practice and stuff is very limited now because HRT used to just put them out on the track forever and they used to have the best cars because they test so much. They had the money to do it. But but um, I think he does have a very good car, but I think he's also a very good driver. They reckon he's one of the most aggressive. I've spoken to some of the uh, supercar drivers and they said if the, the one driver that you don't want in your rear vision mirror, your side mirrors, is... Van Gisbergen, because yeah. he'll nudge you, he'll push you into the fence, he'll do whatever he can. He's the most aggressive driver. Rubbin's racing. <laughs> Rubbin's racing. <laughs> uh, now, without a doubt, this is the second best highlight of the weekend of sport, and there's so much that happened. Now, it's not Tim Zoo, it's the Dapto Canary. They call him Blocker. Blake Laurie scores his second ever try in the NRL. Through Bird to the middle! Blake Laurie! Yeah, and I, I love the scenes of uh, the the camera when it panned to Anthony Hook Griffin in the. He's one of the favourites. He's one of Hook's favourites. Yeah, right. He's one of those guys that brings the team together. Apparently, he's got a great sense of humour. And when he scored, yeah, Anthony Griffin had a, a pretty raw smile on his face. It was it was good to see. Number one, rat. Number one, and how could we go past this? Tim Zhu crowned the interim WCO, WBO. Um, world, champ. world, world champion with uh, with a win over a KO win over Tony Harrison. What a victory it was! It's stopped. It's stopped, and it's real. It is all real. The doubters have been destroyed. 
What about he just kept feeding him with those uppercuts? There's oh. about seven in a row. Now, there's some complaints that the referee probably should have called oh, it earlier. Oh, should have. He was gone. I can't believe he actually let him stand up. I know. And he counted him. He, and walked, like, him right, just, walked him right, walked him left. Did you not watch what just happened? Did you, <laughs> uh, uh, can you not <laughs> see that? It's hard to watch. It was horrific. It's yeah. hard to watch. It's yeah. hard to watch. Yeah, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. After the break, Joel and Fletch will catch up with them earlier on. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show, and it's our favourite segment each and every week. We catch up from the boys from SEN in Sydney, and that is, of course, Joel and Fletch. And we had to break the news to them that uh, one of their favourites also, Woogie, wasn't on the show tonight. Can't believe he's not there. No, he's not he's here not, today. No, nah, he's not here. He had to do an hour oh, shift yesterday wow. on a Sunday, so he thinks if he does an hour on a Sunday, it's two <laughs> days' time in lieu. Oh no! Now, boys, we're not uh, missing. Last... We're not. We're not missing him. Just, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> now, boys, last week we we had to cut Rat off um, because we had to go and ad break. Many, many people were Instagramming me. It's, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I was actually I was speaking to Sat. Said, mate, do you reckon they? Oh, I want to. I, 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 I've got so much more of that story to go. And I was <laughs> saying, Sat, do you reckon? Do you reckon they? I want the finish? second half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want the second half. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is this is legit because I've been thinking about it all week. You're a stable mate of ours, so basically yeah. you were at the security. The dog owner rang. Now your landlord rang. The dog's brown bread. No, the cat. Away, rat. The cat. cat good sorry. to see you. I'm glad you paid attention. Folks. Sorry, 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 sorry. The cat. The cat the was cat brown Bodie, bread. Cat My daughter's Go. screaming. Go. Continue. Anyway, I'm like freaking out. My name's being called out over the over the speakers, and I get <laughs> I get to the um, you know where you put your bags through. And I've got two crying kids, a wife, and, you know, everyone's sort of flustered. I chuck my bag on the thing, and then I get abused by the security lady because I didn't take my computer out of my backpack. And I'm like, she's like, they're into me. Like, have you not travelled, sir? I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to say the do you know who I am sort of thing. But, uh, <laughs> yes, you yeah, I, like at the yeah. time I was playing for the Wallabies, travelling every second weekend, and, um, yeah, it was quite frustrating. My kids started howling even more. Uh, I got in an argument with the lady in security. And um, I guess that was sort of um, the start of our beautiful family weekend away. So um, yeah, it was it was a tough start to the to the trip. But. And what happened? So the cat, how did the cat die? Uh, got run over oh. by by the oh. landlord's car, yeah. backing out backing out of the uh, driveway. Yeah, beautiful little Burmese. <laughs> That was not us. No, no, that was no, not me, Brad. <laughs> that was Daddy Vass. Daddy Vass no, sitting across the table. I'm not an idiot. I'm not a complete idiot. Um, hey, Daddy I, I was waiting for the stitch up. But, uh. <laughs> great minds, Daddy Vass, because you know what? Brian had written on a bit of paper to Gibbo, never-ending story. And he <laughs> us to the punch. Hey, Rat, I'll tell you what, yeah. mate. I, I missed you because I gave Sats a lift after Let It Ride uh, to, to the airport. 
And right. I was going to a 50th. Yep. And I was certain you'd be there oh, because... Oh, mate, I was going to be, but... Uh, Lukey Taper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Lukey Taper's 50th, the great yep. man. Um, well, I celebrated with him a couple of weeks ago up here with a heap of the boys from Sydney that's who came right. up. But um, my my son um, had a had a baby on the weekend, so uh, my oldest oh, well boy. Done. So, so yeah. you're, a, you're a granddad. That's your second time second over? Second time right? over, yeah. yeah. Wow, Got wow. a little little grandson who's... Um, Poppy. 22 months old and a, and a grand and a granddaughter who was just born little Elsie she was born on Friday so yeah it was um, it was great so everyone I'll tell you now. some of the alumni there pop uh Knuckles was there yes oh, big Greg Greenhill Brownie mm. uh, Chris McKenna oh Virgil yeah he Hi of me the... from get get smart he used to, he used <laughs> to run like a thunderbird same <laughs> yeah. arm same and what legs. about yeah. what about when he gets real angry and he, he won't swear ah Fudge. <laughs> Remember uh, Sugar. Craig hit, Greenhill. Good hit, though. Like, Craig Greenhill's a really good fighter, hence why his oh. nickname's Knuckles. Yeah. But um, we went and played the Cowboys once in 2000. It was 2001, I think it was. And he got in a fight. He hit Paul Green high, God rest his soul. He hit Paul Green high, who's his best mate. And then John Buttigieg came in to defend his halfback. And he didn't know that Greeny and Knuckles were really good mates, Craig Greenhill. And anyway, they got into a fight and Green, and. Buttigieg's hit him with two real flush ones on the mm. chin and sort of buckled him. Mm. So from that day on, he got called not Knuckles, he got called Buckles. And he <laughs> hated it. Absolutely hated it. I'll have to, uh, mate, I speak to Knucks quite a bit. I'll have to put, I'll have to uh, let him know I know that story. But he's, he's not, he, mate, he still punches you. He's, 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 he's quite, he's got a great business, Nuxie, and he's, he's pretty smart, but he's not real quick-witted. So you, if you get him, like, on the hop, he can't come back at you. So instead of, like, saying anything, he just punches you. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> just remember, like, did you guys ever, it's an immature game, but you jump in the elevator when you're in a away game, and, and as soon as the doors would close, you'd push the alarm button, which meant yeah, all yeah, in brawl in the, yeah. in the... He was renowned for that. Mm. And he'd, he'd clean up two or three people. Mate, I got stuck it. in an elevator with Gordon Tallis and Wendell Saylor when that happened once in the <laughs> middle of it. Mom was like, I was like the ref. It was, uh, it was pretty terrifying. Remember Knuckles? I, I, the lasting vision I have of Knuckles was... Remember when he hurt his neck? Broke yeah. his neck. Yeah, yeah. I broke his neck. Playing so, against he, George. Yeah. He would wear his, you know, the neck brace... Yep. ...to that great establishment in the city called St. Pat's Tavern. <laughs> and Dear, he would just... He? Oh, mate. He would just sit at the bar and, like, stand up at the bar because he couldn't sit down. And, like, he'd be there all night. So, yeah. hey, Knuckles, what's doing? Anyway, I'd go out, go for a bit of a dance, come back. He's still there. Just looking, <laughs> all upright with his yeah. neck brace on. Yeah. Just sipping a beer. That's yeah. the lasting vision I have of, of Knuckles. Yeah. But what's, what business is he doing? He's, he's got a concrete business. Big concrete oh. business, yeah, all over the state. And... Um, Mate, he's uh, yeah, he's doing well. He's a great fellow, Nuxy. I play a bit of golf with him and uh, hang out with him quite a bit. So, hey, what about uh, Rat played well. golf today? Kelly Slater. I, I said, hey, no. yeah, no, it wasn't Kelly Slater today. I said, how would you go today? Paul Sutton. Paul Sutton, the player manager. Sutto. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, I said, how would you go today? He goes, oh, shot a seventy-three, one over. Yeah, that's boring. Right. Yeah, well, it's not really. <laughs> I mean, I don't like searching for my ball in the water <laughs> in the trees. So it's nice when it's in the middle. Hey, boys, yeah. uh, dolphins, just keep on just keep oh, on flapping. Just keep on swimming. Just yeah. keep on flapping. What did you think? What did you think of the game? Did you think they were out of it when they were down? I did. I yep. thought, oh, here we go. They come back to come back to earth. The emotions got to them. But, no, they, uh, we were, d- were just dis- discussing it how the three Melbourne blokes, whether th- what we're saying is that they've got them just trying really hard, just yep. competing at every play. What about Felicia's icing people? Oh, where's that been? Oh, what about Mark where's Nichols? He come mm, on yeah, for 180 odd meters, yeah. like just killing it. Are we mm. getting around him? Oh, but you're you're, uh, you're both Titans men, aren't you? Well, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm. A, I'm not. I'm not 
Well, we asked this question before. Are they are they a top eight side? No. No. Mm. That's, a, that's say, a very adamant no. Are they convincing a lot of people now that they won't get the spoon? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Who's getting Tigers. the spoon? <laughs> don't ask that question. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say it. Right, I'll ask you this then. Boys, right. who yep. do you think? We've got Shawnee from Sportsbook coming up later in the program, but who do you think is now the favourite for the spoon? I'll say the Knights. Who have to be think? the Tigers. Yeah, it'd have to as be. As much as I hate it, to say it. It'd have Knights. to be the Tigers, yeah. wouldn't it? Knights. You think yeah. Knights, do you? It is the Knights, yeah. On the odds. Oh, it is. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. No, I, I, still, I don't think the Tigers are last. I don't think Who do they you think? Will, no, I either. think they'll get better. They're, yeah, I don't oh, they have, well, they can't get any worse. These are awful. The, the hooker, what the hooker's doing his job, no one else is pushing up with him. Dolphins are in the clear. They're, they're not getting the spoon. I don't think they know. So who is it then? Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, well, the Ra- those, the I mean if, if you asked me after 20 minutes of the Titans-Dragons game yesterday, I would have said the Dragons. Yeah. But um, they certainly turned it around in the back half of that game. Hey, but... Joel, I don't know whether you've ever brought this mm. up before, but why does the bye team get two points? <laughs> mm, wow. Um, <laughs> I don't start. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> don't start. Uh, I heard you talking about there. the things that you always... I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> the, the leader of this competition has one win. That's all I need to say. Stupid. <laughs> no, that is ridiculous. Oh, you're talking about Manly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah they've got one win. A- anyway, uh, what else is happening, boys? You know who else was there? Riggles, the great Riggles. Yeah, yeah Adelaide Kurt Ram. Wrigley, Adelaide yeah. Ram, Cronulla Shark, Adelaide Ram. And yep. um, he, was, he was coaching at the Bunnings there for a he while. He was too, yeah. He, he was the first on scene for um, Sammy Burgess when he had the Broken cheek cheekbone. Injury. Yep. Yeah. He was also the guy that when James Graham took out the legs of Adam Reynolds, the remember it was the Easter week, the Good Friday game? Yep, and he was like just ripping into James Graham, and James Graham was ripping him back to him as well. Oh, mate, Riggles is one of low. the great humans. He yeah. actually taught, human. taught me a lot when I was mate. He was sort of the one of the more senior guys. When I say senior, like he was in and out of first grade, and I was like a seventeen-year-old kid when I arrived at Cronulla, and he he used to practice his kicking like religiously, and he had this set program. And when I would go out and kick, I'd just put a sandcastle anywhere back in the day when we used sand <laughs> and just have a kick. And he taught me how to practice properly, you know, like how to get sort of into a bit of a routine and all that sort of stuff. I learned a lot from Riggles. You remember going to the Adelaide, you remember playing the Adelaide Rams? I remember yes. walking to the Adelaide cricket ground for the first time I played the Rams in 98 and there was a guy with the old the old betting board, you know, like the, mm. yeah, the, the betting ring. Board, yeah. And not, we'd never seen it before. What's this, mate? He goes, oh, you can bet on, you know, first try score or who's going to win the game. And, and back then as a player, I think you were allowed to, weren't you? Well, no. I hope so. No, it wasn't prohibited <laughs> because she cleaned it up. <laughs> it wasn't prohibited back in those days. Yeah, like no. it, it wasn't outlawed to back yourself. No, mm. you could back yourself. I mean, yes. I, don't, I don't think it probably would have yeah. been frowned upon if you backed uh, the Adelaide Rams 13 plus sats. Yep. Mm. Mm. But that's the, um, that's the only way to bet. But I've told you the story. Sorry to intervene. Um, You're right. I, I tell the story. I make up a name, Johnny Gambler. Yep. Where back in the day, this bloke had backed us with the start. Yep. And. Towards the end of the game, he's going to lose his bet. This guy races away to score the try, and he chases his little ass off, right? Yeah. And it was a great chase. And the comp, you know, what a chase. Keeps him out in the sideline. The game's all gone. And <laughs> when it was in the um, – we'd have the play of the day back in the sheds, and the coach said, oh, what about this? The game was gone. No one cares. You blokes don't give a rats. You know, I used to mow lawns here and do all this. No one cares except this bloke. And it's the chase – but what it was, it kept him in the corner. So, because yeah. so, he needed the kick not to be kicked. I think I know the player. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Fogs, Queensland Fogs, I want to put this scenario to you. Yes. Yep. Um, 
let's say Kalen uh, comes back. Reese Walsh. No, really? AJ. Oh, you saying if, you saying if he's playing or not playing? No, I'm saying he's playing. I'm saying oh, he's playing. Oh, Kalen. Kalen yeah. still at fullback. Yep. Yeah, I not, think so. Okay, mm. Reese Reese Walsh. It's one game. No, um, I know, but I could just let's, let's give him a few weeks. Okay. But but I mean, would would you want someone in there who you can you know has done it before? I mean, I know you guys in New South Wales just like to chop and change your team every year. Heavy, yeah, <laughs> we're heavy but, choppers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we we quite enjoy sticking with the tried and tested. He's yeah. been phenomenal at he has. level. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. But be hard to, if, if he's fit and healthy and he's, you know, he's playing. I'd, I'd be going with him. Mm, but no. if he's out, oh shivers! Oh, <laughs> you haven't done one of these rap before. Uh, Brisbane, oh. this is a fugitive alert. Yeah. Brisbane police are asking for public assistance in locating 23-year-old man Mason Matthews of oh, Kenmore. I don't even know where Kenmore is. Is that a place in Brisbane? Brisbane, yeah. Oh, Kenmore. Please <laughs> confirm he's currently residing somewhere in the north end of the city. Now, Matthews has convinced three churches that he's Ed Sheeran and went as far as performing The Shape of You in front of the Hillsong downtown on Sunday. When detectives asked the priest or the pastor why he believed the real Ed Sheeran would perform for 25 bucks and a sanger, he said that he <laughs> assumed the celebrity had fallen on tough times. <laughs> Now, if you have any information about Mr. Matthews' whereabouts, please contact Crime Stoppers or crimestoppersqueensland.com.au. This is a fair income article we found. Not, I is there a photo of him? So, so, what, so what's what? the crime? The crime is he was robbing people. Well, he was performing, though, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's impersonating Ed Sheeran. Oh, right, okay. But there are Elvis it, impersonators. There are, there yeah. Are, you know, like you can be an, like he performed and he got paid, paid yeah, for his he, performance. Abba, he said, Bjorn again. Bjorn again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he said he was Ed Sheeran. Right. And there is a photo of him. He does look a little bit like Ed Sheeran. Right. He looks more like Woogie. James though. Graham or Woogie, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, and that's what I'm starting to think. Mason Matthews, is that an alias? Mm. Oh, Mason for Matthews. For someone yeah. absent. Yeah, he for had, someone well, who... His twin daughters are redheads. And, um, yeah, he, so well, he he's not here. He could be on the yeah, run. there you go. <laughs> he's on the run. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, hey, that reminds me of uh, uh, Ricky Gervais' skit. You know, he talks about people who are absolutely convinced they've been reincarnated. They were somebody else back in the day. Mm. Yeah. And so they had a party where you had to come up dressed as the person who, who yeah. you were back in the day. And he said two people, two people turned up as Napoleon. <laughs> 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 oh, mate, so good, so good. Uh, by the way, boys, we had, did you have the SEN briefing today? Last week, just about how to close the shows off properly. Oh, yeah. oh uh, no, no, I, I heard you guys earlier mm. on with Ian Smith. Yeah. Outstanding. Mate, Rat may have missed it. Now, I Rat, did. this is – Smithy has showed you or showed us here at SEN how to properly sign off a program. Take it away, Smithy. It's Zoe Hobbs. It's absolutely Zoe, Zoe Hobbs. Hobbs. Fastest ever 100 metres in Australia. And they've had Olympic Games there, Smithy. Mm, yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely staggering. Oh, I think it's uh, it's been underreported so far. Anyway, uh, we had a great clip on Red Tube that uh, you might want to play again this afternoon. Anyway, uh, thank you very much to Aroha. Uh, thank you, uh, not Red Tube, no, the other one, the one that's not, the one, that, the one you're supposed to look at. YouTube. Red Tube. Good God, what a way to finish the show. <laughs> Just a, uh, oh, yeah. Look at his history. Look at the tongue. His <laughs> internet history, hey? That's wow. right. Wow. That's great.
Smitty. He'd be loving the fact that you're, we're replaying it too, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. oh, wouldn't he be loving yeah, that? Yeah. Boys, what's, what are you doing with uh, Holbrook's side? Um, the loss to the Dragons. Uh, he got hooked the halfback, young Tanner Boyd. Who's yeah. your spine? Yeah, I think you're rolling out, I think you you're rolling out Campbell fullback. Uh, five eight Brimson, Brimson seven forward. Are we happy with that or not? No, nah, nah, I think Brimson nah. was. Oh, I think you'll leave him there. Yeah. Young halfback, Toby Sexton, nah. Tom Weaver, Tom Weaver, Ooh. Tom Dream Weaver. Weaver. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen enough of a young Isaiah Katoa to know these young guys can jump in there and get it done. They're confident enough. Tom Weaver, I thought was. They don't gr- fear anything now. Oh, do they? I thought he was great in the trial matches. The opportunities that he got, particularly the first trial match, where you know a lot of the big guys weren't playing, but he just controlled the game. I'd be throwing Tom Weaver straight nah, in. No, he'll stick with Tanner. Yeah, I, look, I, with I think Tanner. it's a one-off. I mean, he's, he can't be that bad two weeks yeah. in a row. He's Is he a local attitude. kid, Rat? Yeah, Tom Weaver, yeah. yeah he's PBC a Palm Beach, boy. Palm Beach Australian schoolboy. Halfback. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, who does he remind you of, boys, if you had to sell it to people who don't know uh, him? Tom Weaver, who does he remind me of? Um, Mitch Moses? Yeah, I was gonna, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Mitch Moses, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm. Goal kicker. Yeah. Bit Can do it all. Got a great kicking game. Got a great passing game. Good ball runner. He's, he's not the biggest, I mean, but what halfbacks are. Yeah. He's pretty slight, but uh, I think he'd handle it. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, Brian? I do. Hey, we've, oh. been, on, we've been doing um, one of the other shows as well, but um, funny have, you, uh, have you touched much on the Oscars or not? No, we haven't. Have you watched this everything, everywhere, all at once? It's basically won everything. I, won, I watched 15 minutes of it. And Rank? Did The Whale yeah, win I, anything? The, the Whale won Best Actor, Brendan Fraser. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard it's rank. But some people have said the it's whale. Fletch. No, everything everywhere all at once. No, it's fine, oh, I didn't get around. I didn't. I was, you know. Mm. What about, uh, did Short Round go okay? Did he get an award? Who? For Short, short Round. He's the star in it. Short Round as uh, in, in Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Oh, Short Round. Yeah. Oh, that, Dr. Johns. Oh, really? Is yeah. he in it? Yeah, that, when, he made, when he got the Golden Globe, that's when he was basically, remember that speech? It went viral. Saying mm. how no one had spoke, he was basically typecast. Right. So for thirty years, didn't he get was a gig. Just doing, he couldn't get a gig, and these blokes just said, "Shorty, get up here." <laughs> right? No, nothing. No, okay. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes, boys, everything, everywhere, all at once. Ninety-five percent on the tomato meter. Eighty-eight percent. I'm an so IMDb man. What, and 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 talking well, about your IMDb, so that's your number, right? Yep. Five point three, six point seven. Like, what's good? 10. What's good? Like so. Anything, any, I'll, I'll watch anything that's above a seven. Oh, really? That I'm Gee, not quite sure. I wouldn't watch many movies then if I had that. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of garbage, I guess. <laughs> mm. Hey, boys, on ratings, I've got this idea. I'd love, Brian, you can take this up with the good people at Fox. I can do that. We saw the worst captain challenge in history oh. on the weekend. Which one? Dommy? Dommy, Dommy Young. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't see what happened. I, I want Fox to come up with this, right? So, like an Uber rating. Yep. So, you know when... It's not always the captain, so somebody tips off the captain. Yes. Says, yeah, yeah, challenge, challenge, yep. challenge. I want a rating on the player. So next time Dom Young challenges, oh, it says rat's from... ass or it says oh, 1%. Sh- or... Yeah, oh, captain right, challenge so rating. He's had, he's had I like goes. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's done from three. Yeah, he's rating Dommy Young. Yeah, they don't listen yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. Don't oh, we need that in the game? Oh, yeah. that's good. Sugar, you're just a great idea. That is good. Just another stat we can throw up on the wall for people to look at and have a laugh at. Yeah, yeah, do you sleep, idea. sugar? Nah. Do you sleep? No, nah, no. Nah, you nah. just your mind must just be. What makes you think of that? <laughs> I don't know. Sort of stuff. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Seriously, there are some <laughs> average captains' challenges though. Oh, oh the Dom one, the Dom Young one was just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, if you're taking a 
tackle the player. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But, well, that when it first came out, we didn't we say wingers aren't allowed to do anything. Wingers to, and front rows. Yeah. Can you yeah. show your power there? I'll ask. And get it over the line. I'll do that. Like that, an Uber rating, have the, maybe you're the wrong person to do Uber ratings. But, but um, <laughs> I give them three. <laughs> yes. Uh, good on you, boys. Great to chat. See you, no legends. Worries, right. See ya. The award winning seven seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hey, welcome back to the show. Sats and the Rat. We're in the final. Final straight here, only a couple of minutes to go, and we'll get through some of your texts. And hey, hang on, Ray, you just got a text message from your son, yeah, Jack, I, who's I, just had baby Elsie baby on the Elsie. weekend. He says, can you believe this? And he sent me a picture, a screenshot of a bet that he had today. Yeah. In Goulburn Race 5, the winner of the race was Lily Elsie. Yeah, there and you go. his daughter's name's Elsie. I love and that. She, and the horses got up and paid 16 bucks. So he's had a few bucks each way. On it. He's gambled responsibly. He didn't have much on it. I can see his bet. Well but he's, he's, won a, well done. he's won a bit of money. So good on him. Uh, it <laughs> looks like former Sharks second row, Craig Diamond's daughter. Did you pass Craig Diamond? Did you miss I didn't. Him? No, he was just he just gone before I got there. I, yeah, he, he would have been terrifying his to play was, games. His dad was terrifying too, apparently. Mm. His daughter, Craig Diamond's daughter, Amali, is on the verge of winning Australian Idol. Have you guys been tuning in? Sporty Gav loves his reality TV, as does Glenn. Uh, yeah, well, I haven't been tuning into Idol, but that's uh, that's great news. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the league family's daughters achieving great things. Uh, we spoke about earlier on that uh, what do you think about a player that uh, is out injured for a long period of time? Should the player who was sin-binned or suspended, spend the same amount of time on the sideline. John from Wall's End probably brings up a pretty good point. Using your rule of thumb, would the, would the Bromwiches who upended Alex McKinnon never play again? Wow. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, far out, man. Yeah. Jeez, oh, it makes me shiver when I, I think about that, man. Frightening, it's, hey? Yeah, it's horrible. It's uh, horrible. Hi, Sats and Matty Rogers. One of the best defensive pivots that I ever saw was Sharks, Michael Speechley. You play with Speechley? I no, I didn't play Did you with just him. Miss him. Just missed him. Oh, but you know, you but I will say he copped a lot of knocks in the head. I remember oh, him being very wobbly on a number of occasions. Yeah, okay. But, you know, like it's yeah. Uh, rat Jaden Sewer needs to be back where he belongs, playing for the Mighty Maroons, Queenslander. Yeah. I think he will be. Fine. Time for this. Playing well. You can't Playing do well. it. No, I've lost it. You've lost the stinger yeah. for last laugh. Because yeah, rat, it. it was your go. No, it wasn't. Did I not tell you that? No. Do you want me to give you one straight off? No. A year ago today, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, the right. Oscars. Right. So in honour of Will Smith, okay, if Will Smith goes missing, how do you find him? I don't know. You follow his fresh pints. <laughs> <laughs> don't like it? Hey? Oh, that was all right. That's yeah, all right. that's a good one. Hey, thanks for, all your text, thanks for all your text messages tonight. They're outstanding. Um, make sure you... Tune in tomorrow night as well as uh, Sats and Rat will be back for Sports Day. Have a great night.